Hi, I'm Kat, marketer turned brand storyteller. And I'm Candice, educator turned entrepreneur. And you're listening to Not Nice, Clever. As CEOs and leaders, it's your job to always have the answers, but sometimes you need a little help. Leverage, if you will. We get it. This is the place for you. So wherever you're listening, 5.30 a.m. club at the gym, on your way to your next meeting, or putting out today's fire, let's get into it. In today's episode of Not Nice Clever, we are talking to the introverted leader because Kat and I have had to step into leadership positions as our businesses have grown, as our clientele has grown. And we want to talk to you a little bit about parts of it that we've figured out and parts of it that we're still working on. And we want you to really understand that as an introvert, you have the ability to lead and lead people well. So we're just sharing all the things about that today. Yeah. And so we wanted to talk about this because I know my perception before we even started researching this or realizing or naming that we are introverts, like understanding that we are and how our energy is. And then you look at and you think you want to leave your mark. You know you're meant for something more. You want to be in charge of your own destiny. You want to own your own business and not just like accept a paycheck, right? So like you're feeling that calling. Cool. Okay. But then the next step is like you try to look for role models, right? And you see other pioneers and trailblazers and leaders and CEOs. And in my mind, when I first started seeing them and being really exposed to them, I was thinking that they were, they all had to be extroverts because how could you ever maintain a business, multi million dollar, multi billion dollar, whoever we're talking about, if you didn't have to talk to people all the time every day? And then the idea of that just like kills my energy. And I'm like, well, I can't ever be a CEO because I'm not an extrovert. It's not for me or I'm not capable. Like those were the things and the fears and the thoughts in my head. And we did some research and apparently, contrary to popular belief, a huge portion of CEOs, at least US basis was the, the research that we did, around 70% identify as introverts. And, you know, some of those people include Bill Gates, Warren Buffett. Steven Spielberg, who literally directs like so many movies and deals with all those production crews and everybody, even Steve Jobs, I think, described himself as an introvert. I mean, although I don't think we're surprised by that one, are we? His social skills. Yeah. And the turtleneck. (laughs) And now like where we are in our career, I'm seeing that now reflected back to me. Right, Candice? Like when we tell people at events, Mm -hmm. the last workshop we did together in San Francisco We're like, y'all, we're introverts. So we're making the most of this 45 minutes in front of you, 200 people, because like we don't have energy to talk to each of you individually. And they were like, no, (laughs) you can't be an introvert. You're up here on stage. And it's like, it's true, but we found a way to work with our energy instead of against it, right? Absolutely. One of the things that I think allows us to continuously show up and be in spaces is being very clear on what it is that we do and what it is that we have to offer. When I have a goal of connecting with people and I know how I can help them, then I can be a little bit less awkward (laughs) because I know what the goal is. I know that my goal is to connect with a certain amount of people. And sometimes, I don't know if we've talked about this on Not Nice Clever before, but I think we've talked about it. Like sometimes I just like make little goals in my mind. Like today is like make it a game, right? I'm connecting with five different people. I'm connecting with two other podcast hosts. I'm connecting with – and once I have that goal – 
then I don't feel as awkward in the situation because I know I'm like working towards this thing. Mm -hmm. So it's a distraction in my mind and my conversations can flow a little bit easier because I know where it's going and it doesn't feel like that awkward dreaded small talk that you know I oh cannot Oh my God. I was even, like, when is she going to say I don't know it? how to yeah. participate no, 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 in that. No. Yeah. I don't know how to yeah. do that, but I do understand how to take action towards mm -hmm. my goals. And so if I know I'm you know, looking for a certain kind of person or trying to connect with that person, then I feel better in that situation, especially if you're at some type of networking event, right? I'm like, okay, I know I'm connecting with other podcast hosts mm -hmm. today. So then I'll seek that out. And that like little treasure hunt for myself <laughs> will distract me from my awkwardness. Your your Scorpio is showing Candace with you wanting to make this is yeah it? like 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 a detective <laughs> like uncovering oh, the yeah. clues and and achieving the goals yeah I love that and I think too when you get really intentional about knowing what you need to accomplish what you want you can adapt your rituals and routines to support that so I was telling mm -hmm. Candace when we were we were talking about like annual planning and we were saying like the amount of speaking engagements we want to do the amount of workshops and I told Candace I was like for me right now I don't want to do more than one a month that might change but for right now with where I'm at and my current commitments if I'm traveling longer than four to five days in a month I am too out of routine and other areas of my business and my life suffer. So, and I'm still doing just fine. Like I'm successful. I'm booking those engagements. Like that's incredible. Like my business is growing, but I'm not having to say yes to everything and to like desperately get in front yeah. of people to be seen as that leader and be the CEO of my business. I can do what works for me and still be successful. Being unapologetic with your boundaries is key as an introverted leader, mm -hmm. as an introverted CEO. You have to be unapologetic about your boundaries and your boundaries around your energy. Mm -hmm. And so that is really, really key to being successful and not hitting that wall, not feeling burnt out. And we're always trying to ensure that we're not going down that path of burnout because Kat and I have both been there. And there's moments when I'm like, oh, shoot, am I slipping back into mm -hmm. that? And I need to check myself and get back to being unapologetic about my boundaries. Yeah. And like there's this weird thing that happens, I think, when you are really, really firm in your boundaries and keeping your energy tight, right? Like not allowing any any sort of leakages or anything to slip or fall off center. People start to be like, oh, well, you must be like an ambivert or you must be an extrovert. The way that you're acting at this party, I'm like, you're seeing me for 30 minutes out of 24 hours in a day. You have no idea. All the things I did <laughs> to like show up like this so I could be fully on, I definitely turned fully off so that I could show mm. up fully on, right? Like introverts, yeah. I don't know about y'all, but like Candace and I hate the small talk. We don't have fast shit. We're like, what you see is what you get. Yeah. Like that, it just is what it is. I don't know if other people do this, but trying to sh get as practical as I mm -hmm. can with like actual things that the audience can yeah. do, right? Your clever crew, if you want to actually implement some of these things, I think connecting with someone who you already know at the event. So let's say we're going to Arjun's mm -hmm. event. I would talk to Arjun ahead of time because I already have a relationship there. That doesn't feel awkward to me. That's easy, right? So I will go to a person I already know and say, Arjun, who are three people in this room that are the best people for me to connect mm. with? Because Arjun already understands my business, understands what I'm working towards and who I could help, he can easily give me the name of a few people in that mm -hmm. room and maybe even make the introduction for me so I don't have to feel awkward about it. And so he can say, hey, so-and-so, here's my friend Candace. This is what she does. I think you guys would connect because X, Y, Z. Now I'm like, okay, 
guard is down. Mm-hmm. This isn't awkward. I didn't have to start this conversation on my right. own. There's already a little bit of trust here because we have a mutual friend. Mm-hmm. And now I can start that conversation. So I think if you're in the situation, there are many ways around getting to the point that you want to be yeah. at. It doesn't have to be the same way as the person next to you, right? I might ask for an introduction 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. And that is okay. Yeah, absolutely. I think for me, it's being able to be invited or having something to respond to is really, really helpful. And the other thing too that I... I love and I admire and a lot of leaders who most of them are are introverts and, and CEOs of organizations, teams, companies of varying sizes is that when you're an introvert, you really thrive on your own. And I think this is something that people overlook. Everybody like they come to us and they're like, we want to build a brand. We want more followers. We want a bigger audience. We want more money. We want more teams. We're like, cool, cool. What, how are, how are you first though? Like, who are you, right? Like, what are your values? What do you stand for? What's your story? Like, who are you actually qualified to serve? And I share that example because I think leadership, if you want to be seen as a leader, you first need to lead yourself. Like it all, it all starts with you. Like you're the foundation and the engine behind everything you right like everything in your life is a reflection of like you what you allow what's an opportunity what's a lesson for you like and so thinking about how you lead yourself when nobody else is around like how do you talk to yourself mm-hmm. how do you move your body how do you treat your body what are the thoughts that you have what are the actions you take do you keep the promises you make like what what does that look like yeah. when the, when the camera's not on you know this accidentally came out of my mouth on a webinar the other day. And now I'm like, ooh, maybe that was like on purpose. And like, that was a good thing. But like, I felt it in the moment. I was like, ooh, should I have said that? But I was like, look, you guys, you guys aren't pushing record because you don't like yourself and you don't like your life. We we need a moment of silence for that one. I was like, just, yeah, yeah. Damn. Because if you liked what you were doing, why wouldn't you share enjoying your life? then why would you not want to share it, right? Mm. But you're not happy with yourself in some way. And I heard Giselle say this the other day. She was like, I use social media as a jumping off point to talk about personal development. And I'm like, yep, because that is what it is. Mm -hmm. It's if you are still telling me that your life is too boring to share, why the fuck are you leading a boring life? Like to my soul, you get to decide every single day how you are living your life. Mm. And if you're bored, how long are you going to go on like that? Mm. Y'all got to start there. We know you think you know what you want. You want the accolades. You want the top producer. You want the amazing website. You want the wardrobe. (laughs) You want the fans, the audience, the following. Oh my God. If I, this is a PSA to anybody who wants to work with me in a consulting capacity. If you are going to hire me to increase your following online, do not hire me. Cause that is not, (laughs) that is not the primary goal of working with me. Right. I did a whole thing about this. Like if you want more followers, be follow worthy. Mm. Yep. What what am I following you Give for? Give us a reason. What am I learning? What am I getting? What am I experiencing? Like if you are joyously living your life, I'm probably going to connect with that energy and I'm probably going to want to follow. Mm-hmm. If you're not, I don't know. Not that you can't have hard times because every human is going yes. to. But like can you come back to what you really want and what matters to you and can you share that? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a huge component that's keeping people from showing up is 
you don't like yourself. You don't like mm-hmm. your life. You don't like what you're doing. And now that's a barrier. Yeah. And, you know, the one thing that has really helped me, like the strategy, Candace, that you shared about events is to find other people who are similar to you, like other people who are like, I'm not going to that event until I know how many people are going to be there, what the goal is. And I want that, <laughs> that human safety blanket. So like, you're going to be there at five o'clock. Totally. I'm going to be there at like five Oh five. So I don't have to waste a minute standing there by myself in the corner, watching everybody else mingle, like mm-hmm. find people like yourself, a, so that you know that you're not the only weird, awkward person that's drained by other people that hates small talk that wants to go deep. It's nice to know you're not alone. Definitely still take your alone time, but find those other people so that you can band together and figure out ways to basically hack the system because your energy is your energy and that's just not going to change. So you got to work with it Mm -hmm. to get what you want. And I guarantee you that the moment that you are able to not be alone still take alone time and lead yourself well in a way that you take pride in, it'll, it'll be easier to want to show up online. And yes, life will still happen. There are ups and downs. I still share those ups and downs online. The main thing that I don't do though, knowing how empathetic and intuitive I am is that if I'm in it, I don't share it. I share it after I'm out of it. Right. That's typically my advice for my clients. If you're like in it and you're like in, that's when it's like cringy part of it. Yeah, like I would just recommend that you don't share because your emotions is like take the best of you. Mm-hmm. And then when you're like, okay, I've kind of come over that hump and you're starting to come down off that situation and then you want to reflect and share that mm-hmm. as being helpful to someone else, I think that's a better place to be for most people mm-hmm. because, you know, sharing it when you're in it and you're heated and your emotions are high, you might not feel good about that later. Mm-hmm. And so I think sharing when you're clear-headed yeah. is really important. Absolutely. And, you know, like we're, we're talking to people like the introverted leader, right? That's who we're talking to. And I think you can be as much a leader to yourself as to like your family, as to like your team of five people or your company of 5,000 people. Like the number doesn't matter. Like there was mm-hmm. this piece of advice that Coin gave me actually when I was like preparing for a prior keynote. For whatever reason, I was just getting a little bit more nervous than I usually do. And so he was mm-hmm. like, all right, Kat. He's like, I want you to imagine the audience as one person. They are one being. Mm-hmm. And all those faces, it all it takes is for you to connect with one person and you'll get the whole audience. Don't think of it as 500 people. Think of it as one entity composed of all of these different people and personalities and stories. He's like, all you need is one and that's it. And that reframe was huge for me because I think it it probably was the biggest live audience I'd ever spoken in front of. That's probably why it was getting Mm -hmm. to me because it up until that point that had been true. And I was like, oh, I've never done this before. Like, what does this look like? What does this feel like? But you you don't need to like have this massive company or have all these awards to be a leader or to be seen as a leader. You can just be a leader of yourself and of those around you. And you do that well, you do that right. That will inevitably grow. It can't not grow because people love to be inspired and led by people who lead themselves well. Like that, that shit's really cool to be around. I think that's absolutely true. And I think that sometimes we're afraid to create healthy boundaries for ourselves because we think that it's going to put people off. What I've found is actually having those boundaries in place really helps people to like admire me because most people want to have those boundaries Mm -hmm. and they're afraid of it, right? So when I put the boundary in place, like I'll, I'll say something like, okay, we have 15 minutes on this call and we need to accomplish X, Y, Z. Like this is what needs to happen in this period of time because maybe I have a meeting after or maybe I've been in four hours of meetings and I know I'm done. 
I don't care what the reason is, but we are stopping at this time. And when I do that, what I find is that people value my time even more. Because you're valuing it. Because I'm valuing my time. And instead of not liking me, Mm -hmm. they appreciate it more and then appreciate all the time that they do get to spend with me. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I feel like that is really key. And if you're afraid to create boundaries that are good for yourself as a human being, I encourage you to do that and see how people respond. Because there's going to be a few people who, especially if it's new, Mm -hmm. they're going to feel weird about it. But if you for every new person that you introduce in your life, you already have that boundary in place, it's going to feel really good for Mm -hmm. them because they know what to expect. They do. And honestly, the busier, quote unquote, the busier that I've gotten, the more that I have grown, the bigger my business, my exposure, the events that like we do together, this podcast, I, as an introvert, need to be very unapologetic with my time and with my boundaries or I will burn out. Like, and I, I signed up for this. This is what I want. It's still what I want. So I will continue to do it. I just need to always be very, very self-aware about what my own limits are and what my own boundaries are. Otherwise, everything's going to suffer. And so yeah. you, if you want to, you know, be on that path, like it definitely starts with boundaries with yourself and not apologizing for them. There was this reel that you shared. You were ta- it was this therapist that talked about how being nice and not mm-hmm. having boundaries and always saying yes is actually manipulative and it's self-destructive. Can you talk mm. a little bit about that? Because I think that's that's so applicable here. Like she just randomly popped up in my feed, probably because we have a podcast called Not probably. Nice Cover, and she <laughs> was talking about just just what Kat said that being nice can be manipulative, like because are you genuinely responding to a person or you're being nice because that's what you were told to do? Because those are two different things. Like if I genuinely feel something towards you and I want to be nice to you and I want to engage versus like faking it because society says I have Mm -hmm. to, like that's actually manipulative. It's rude. It's not nice. It's leading someone to believe something that's not actually true. And so I think that when your yes means yes and your no means no, you'll have stronger positive relationships versus I'm always just going to say yes so no one's ever mm-hmm. mad. So they um, like me. And then I'm going to show up with re- I'm going to show up like resentful that I'm mm-hmm. there or I'm going to bail out at the last minute and it's just going to make everything off in that relationship. Mm-hmm. And so make your yes mean yes and your no mean no and protect yourself, your boundaries, your energy. And some days you might say no to a meeting because you literally need to read a book or take a walk or whatever it is that you need to do to recharge. And that is your own meeting with yourself and you should honor it and respect it in the same way that you do with anyone Mm -hmm. else. I have a funny story about this. So Shane is a client and a listener and Shane messaged me the other day and he said, um, I see that we have a meeting on a Monday and I listen to your podcast enough to know that you do not take meetings on Monday. So I'm just going to assume that that means I'm really special. And I I started laughing because it's funny because he's definitely listened to my podcast and I don't take meetings on Mondays. Typically Mm -hmm. this month I was for the holidays just because I'm taking many days off. I was like, I need a little bit more time to finish up my work with my clients. So I opened up my Monday blocks, which is very unusual. But I love that Shane noticed. And he also like feels important and special because I did do it. And he's going to value my time and he's absolutely going to show up to that Mm -hmm. meeting and not ghost me because he knows how important that is to me. That's because I've shared my values. I've shared my story. I'm unapologetic about doing Mm -hmm. that. And there's that connection piece there. So if you're afraid, I just want you to to encourage you to not be afraid Mm -hmm. and that it might be clunky in the beginning, but it gets better with time. Mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. That's so funny that Shane called that out. The one thing I wish is that I had learned the power of boundaries sooner. And now that I have, I'm like never going back. It's like peeking behind the curtain. It's like, oh, that's the Wizard of Oz. Cool. Okay, great. I'll never like be <laughs> surprised again. It's still surreal to me. And I don't know if other CEOs, even some of the CEOs that we mentioned at the beginning of this episode feel like this sometime. But I know some of our mentors that we look up to do where it's like people come up to us at events and they're like, is it okay if we take your picture? And like, can I get your eyes on this? And I'm just like, I don't even know who they are. And they're coming up to us and saying how much we've inspired them and, and that they appreciate all the value we offer. And I'm just like, this is kind of surreal. I'm extremely fucking grateful. And I guess this, you know, you are seen as like a role model as a leader without even trying. And all, all I want to do is like start a podcast with my friend because like, we just can't shut up when we're around each other, like about all these things. And we're like, people need to know. <laughs> and then now it's like leading to this and it's, it's just so wild. And I, I like share that because like, as like an, an effort in some form of humility, like you, you guys know how we feel about being humble here. And especially Trisha Lee, one of our former guests, but maybe not humility is the right word, but just acknowledging and like appreciating. Oh, great. Yeah. Well, appreciation. Yeah. And, and appreciating. 100%. And it, and we will always take a selfie with you as long as the lighting is yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my girl being strategic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's face the window. All right. Yeah. Just kidding. Yeah. But, but really, but I will bad, make you face yeah. the window. <laughs> If it's bad, yeah. we're going to have to like change. <laughs> well, we'll have to like walk to like a more favorable place, but you'll totally get the selfie. Right. So we hope this has inspired you at least to take a first few steps, set a boundary, think about how you talk to yourself, not even how you interact with your team or your colleagues or your loved ones, but just yourself because leadership starts with you and to know that you're not alone. And if you need a human safety blanket, you happen to find us at the same events, like we will be your safety blanket. We will introduce you to people because it's easier for us to introduce yes. you to other people. Yeah, that's something to do. Oh, I, I love it. I would like, love to introduce okay, you. Okay, I have a task. Yay. <laughs> like, let's yes. go. I don't just like not in the corner. We're declaring it here and now. This is the year of the introverted leader. You are so empathetic and so curious and so creative and have so much to give. You just need to give it in the right way so that you don't feel, you know, burnt out hope you've enjoyed your time here on Not Nice Clever. Thanks for joining us on Not Nice Clever. Remember to follow Not Nice Clever wherever you listen to audio. And if you haven't already, drop that five-star review. Share your takeaways. Tell us your story. We love to hear it. Signing off your not-so-nice but oh-so-clever besties that mean business. See you soon.